JVK one one six seven Z dot ESP. The ESP stands for Utter Scroll Program. Espanol. <laughs> Elder Scrolls, por favor. Elder Scrolls, please. Elder Scrolls, please. Please, please. <laughs> so. Please. <laughs> Enormous Spanish penis. So, in case you haven't noticed, no, sorry, that's the uh, that's the polo book I'm reading. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wouldn't that be equestrian Spanish penis? <laughs> <laughs> so in in case you guys haven't noticed this is um this is uh what we're this is actually what we're going to be reading tonight on undercooked analysis um that it's not a random string of number well it is it's a random string of characters and, and numbers but that's the title of our of our story tonight and who are we well i'm david i don't know what i'm doing with my life anymore um, somewhere in the ether in, uh, in, um, in Ohio is, uh, is Dead Pallet. Uh, hello. Also and in Ohio. Also in Ohio. Also, oh, me? Oh, yeah, I'm in Ohio. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. I'm... <laughs> I am That's so where good. I live. <laughs> um, don't want to spoil this for anybody, but I'm not in Ohio, so... <laughs> And I'm sure clearly not talking yeah. about me. Alan, yes, you are in Ohio. And one might even say that you're not in Kansas anymore. Oh, shit. And you may ask yourself... How did I get here? That's, that bit's done. Same as it, 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 it's okay, it's the same as it ever was. Anyway, yeah. Sober Dwarf. Yep, I am Sober Dwarf. I am the dwarf who is sober. I live in Ohio. Please move on, because I'm embarrassing myself. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> the, you know, he was a procedurally generated in Dwarf Fortress. Give him, give him some, give him some slack. Uh, him some slack. I'll, I'll be, I'll be dead before the end of this episode. <laughs> you'll have died. You from wish you'd be you, me. You'll have died from a cat scratch. <laughs> and 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 um, Kansas, they say, is the name of the star. But the real star of Kansas is my friend and co-host. Alan Cheney. Thanks for having me. You know, I think polo is a very appealing thing. God damn there's it, a reason, Alan. <laughs> there's a reason Ralph Lauren chose it. There's something very sexy about a man and a horse and the speed and the adrenaline. <laughs> it's very appealing to women. That's a fact. Is, is that what I've been doing wrong? Yeah. You need a man and a horse. <laughs> like, fuck your Mitsubishi. I have a horse outside. Horse outside. Fuck your Subaru, I have a horse outside. Oh, that song's so good. <laughs> oh my god. Is it? It is incredible. It is the the credible, not incredible. It is the credible. It is, it is the anthem for man children who don't have their license. <laughs> and that's us. <laughs> not me, I drive fucking everywhere. I have well, and I wasn't fucking talking to you, then was I? <laughs> Yeah, this, this is just for me and Alan. <laughs> I just uh, wanted to avoid blanket statements, you guys. God. Oh, man. In California, life back. is moving so fast, you can't get anywhere without a car. And yes, no, this is actually true. <laughs> we, and our, to our, be honest. Our public transportation sucks. 
if if I if I'd probably go for the driver's license if I didn't live within walking distance of a comic shop. <laughs> oh, I'm so jealous of you right now. Um, so uh, you know what I um, I don't live in tonight. Tonight we are reading Lusty Argonian Maid. Didn't we already, we already read that did one? that? Didn't we? Yeah, but we didn't analyze it. Oh, okay. That's true. All right. That so, is an oversight on our part. So this Yeah, is, so let's analyze the the double entendre that is her name is lifts her tail. Whoa. Yeah, because she's think, always pooping. Yes. Oh, that's what that story's about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, what did you time. think it was about? No, the, the reason, the, the poignant final line, plenty of time, my sweet, plenty of time, means he's giving her plenty of time to, to, to poop. Well, yeah. I see, I always heard that you couldn't polish a turd, but there's a lot of polishing going on in those. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have you guys ever read the uh, the Sultry Argonian Bard? You mentioned mm-hmm. it last time we uh, talked oh, about this. It, it's in Skyrim. Like, it, it actually exists as a book in Skyrim. So I think before we start this, we should probably read the Lusty Argonian Bard. It's tradition. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna find... But before but before we do that, we should mention that Lusty Argonian Maid is not about having sex. It's about pooping back and forth forever. forever. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Oh, boy. Oh, here we you go. Send us that, you want to send us that link? Yeah, I'm sending it. I'm sending it right now. So, what? Hey, guys! Little known fact: Did you know that in Daggerfall, I believe that there was originally going to be a prostitution guild that you could join. Hmm. In Daggerfall, Uh, originally designed. If you go to, believe it's the cutting room floor, there is a whole section about different lines that they say. Oh snap! That's awesome. Was it like a Debellin cult or something? Or Uh, I'm not really sure on that. Okay. So be be prepared, by the way, in tonight's episode, there's going to be a lot of me throwing out Elder Scrolls lore because I'm a nerd like that. It's my... Sultry Argonian Bard. Volume 1, by Alaya Iridan. So I'm going to let you two... Act 4, Scene 2, Continued. My lady, I could never perform your request. Oh... Is it too fast for you? I, I fear that it may damage... No, 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 sorry, that's that's the wrong voice. It's an Argonian, right? I fear yeah. that I may damage my instrument. Ah, but you seem to handle your instrument so well, my darling. You, you flatter me, my lady. Yes, but it is such a large and magnificent piece. May I hold it? Goodness, no. The innkeeper would never approve of such a public display. Then... May I suggest a private performance? Perhaps away from the noise of the inn where we both may enjoy your tremendous talent. Surely you don't mean for me to accompany you to your room. Indeed I do, my sweet. Indeed I do. End of Act 4, Scene 2. Beautiful. Well done, everyone. Well, I just gave myself a boner. <laughs> so, what is the story really about? What is it trying to say? Um, 
Much like uh, well, Elia, El- El- Lusty, and, Lusty Argonian made before it. It is about pooping back and forth <laughs> forever. <laughs> um, Elia Urdane is actually a character in this. Is her own character in the story. Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah. She's a so self-insert. She, yeah, she, is she friend-fictioning it? She's friend-fictioning Wait, so she's not even full Mary Sue in it. She's just saying this is her... Is this is this like a like based on a true story? I there's only one volume that we know that exists, so for all we know. Well, the only way I know that would happen is if someone modded the game. I think <laughs> I think we should look deeper into this. I think we should. We um this is a Skyrim mod though, so we might have to look way back, almost all the way back to Morrowind. Yeah. See if we can find any uh, evidence of uh, of Croontail, the sultry Argonian bard. In JVK, Jimmy Six Disp. Hey guys, I got. I'll be. I'll be right back. I'm gonna park my Segway. <laughs> some mm. some people might recall some momentary buzz caused by a couple of caused a couple of years ago by a particularly odd Morrowind mod. The file name was JVK one one six six Z ESP. It was never posted on any of the larger Elder Scrolls communities. Usually just smaller boards and role-playing groups. I know in a few cases, rather than being uh, posted, it was sent via PM or email to a chosen few. It was only up for a few days, to the best of my knowledge. It caused a buzz because it was a virus. Or seemed to be. If you tried to load the game with the mod active, it would hang at the initial load screen for a full hour and then crash to the desktop. If you let it get that far, your install of Morrowind, along with any save files you had, would become completely corrupted. Nobody could figure out what the mod was trying to do, since it couldn't be opened in the construction set. Eventually, warnings were distributed not to use it if you found it, and then things died down. Why would you open it Quick, in, the, in the first I was place? About to, I was about to say, why would you download a mysterious mod that you don't know what it does? Especially with the cryptic uh, file name like that? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I see nothing bad happening from installing this on my computer. <laughs> maybe maybe the description was the remaining six or seven volumes of the sultry Argonian part. <laughs> <laughs> click, 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 click. <laughs> <laughs> the Further Adventures of Croon Tale. I don't know what you guys are all crooning about. Uh, I mean, at that not? point, like... Who would want to take that risk of it not being about that? Come on, seriously. True. Uh, I'll, go, no, I'll go next. I was say. Yeah. <laughs> go, Sober, go. All right. About a year later, in a mod board I used to frequent, someone popped up with the mod again. He said it was PM'd by a lurker who deleted his account immediately after sending he also said that the person advised him to try playing the mod through DOSBox. For some reason, this worked. S- sort of. The game was a bit laggy, and you couldn't get into the options, load game, the console, or really anything else. Other than the game itself. The quick save and quick load buttons had worked, but that was it. And the quick save files seemed to be just part of the game files so you couldn't get at it anymore. Some speculated that the changed game used an older graphics renderer making DOSBox necessary, but it didn't look any different. 
Okay, so the only one of us who has programming experience here is sober. Is this bullshit? Because it kind of sounds like bullshit. It to me, I mean, obviously, I'm not never really worked in Morrowind specifically, but it does sound like an arbitrary reason. Less yeah, for this... some, unless for some reason someone did hard machine programming to put in a line where it would not work unless it was running DOSBox. And that seems to be going way out of the way to kind of keep this. Yes. Yeah. See, I, I did a uh, dead serious on the whole uh, fallout number station. And some people were like, yeah, it is possible that you could hide shit in, in, uh, in a program file. And some were like, no, you're right. You can't. So it's really hard to know. <laughs> because I'm tech illiterate, whether this is possible or not. But should we uh, press on with this one? Yeah, I think we should. Regar- just- yeah. Regardless, there should be some way to rip the contents, even if it was having issues. At that point, I imagine someone tech literate would have at least found something out by maybe backwards engineering it. Yeah, I know there's a lot of conversation about this up front, but it is kind of important. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, because it's it's following uh, the classic haunted gaming trope of when you try to load it, it, it glitches out or fucks up or corrupts your save or causes your computer to blue screen. And they're just... It's, it's, it's making an effort to try and uh, justify that, even though this is a trope we've all seen. Is it really? I feel like it is. It's not giving us even... If it had told us ahead of time what this mod was supposed to be, <sighs> I don't know. It's well, okay, let's let's just address what it's supposed to be. Bitter Tet physics. Yeah. <laughs> let's be real. Those poly- I mean, Marwin, Marwin needed that. Those polygonal breasts. But if no one knows what it's supposed to do and it has such like a weird file name, why would you raw dog it right onto your hard drive? Yes. Oh. I'm Alan- glad we waited. And got it. the first one of this episode was really good. That was. Is this one, guys? This is what I want to be known for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. My had to change my like Twitter name to Raw Dogdorf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite certain that's already taken. <laughs> Sober Raw Dogdorf. There you go. Oh, this part I can speak about from personal experience. When you start a new game in JVK, as the board came to call it, once you've left the starting bit of the census office and came into the game proper, the first thing you notice is that the prophecy has been served box pops up. This is because every single NPC having to do the main quest is dead, with the sole exception of Yagram Barn Bagnarn? Bagnarn? The last of the uh, Dimner. Dwimner? Dwimmer. Dwimmer. Their corpses never despawn, so you can go check all on all of them. In effect, you've been in a world that is doomed to the start to start with. There's only one mod situation that I think is more horrific than this. And that's the one where every sound in Morrowind has been replaced with Tim Allen's grunt. Ugh. <laughs> 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 And there's definitely one that is better, where in Skyrim, every dragon is Macho Man Randy Savage. That one is great. I also fond of every dragon is Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> 360 degrees. 
Ooh, yeah. And another one E. There you go. Ooh, yeah. Mental telepathy. Yeah. <laughs> and the beat goes on. Yeah. And the beat Call goes yeah, on. Big time. <laughs> the second thing you notice is that you're losing health. Yeah. It's only a, for a bit, but it keeps happening. A little bit at a time. The longer you stay in one place, the quicker it seems to occur. If you let this health loss kill you, you'll find the cause. A figure we came to call the Assassin, because he seems to wear a retextured version of the Dark Brotherhood armor, armor from Tribunal, even though the expansions don't work in JVK. It's all black, completely untextured, like he's just a hole in space. The way he moves, he gave me quite a start the first time I saw him, scuttling around my dead body. He crawls inhumanly on his hands and feet, his arms and legs splayed out like a spider. You'd usually only see him after death, crawling around and over your body just before the reload box popped up. Occasionally, you could catch a glimpse of him darting around a corner or crawling on a wall or ceiling. It made the game very difficult to play at night! Exclamation point. Uh, is, is this it, okay? Okay. I, okay. Immediately. Okay. Yeah, it's... Well, here we are again. <laughs> it's always such um, a pleasure. Other than that... Hello, bullshit, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, the only noticeable difference is that at night, at random inter- intervals, every NPC in the game will go outside for a few minutes. Wow, they're all dead. No, all the main quest uh, NPCs. Oh, all the main ones, okay. Yeah. Okay. Learn the lore. God. <laughs> Every NPC in the game will go outside for a few minutes. During this time, the only thing they will say when hailed is, Watch the sky. Once they return to their normal behavior, they act like normal, though. Once they once, act like normal, once, they start acting like normal. Yeah. <laughs> once they're normal, they're normal. <laughs> but when they're not normal, they're abnormal. <laughs> and when they're good, they're very, very good. And when they're bad, they're horrid. So, all right. And when they get up, they get down. <laughs> I just, I want to say that we, first of all, we got lore on this assassin that's kind of following you that seems to have untextured, however, seems to be given its own walking animation and very really good AI for a Morrowind character that's somehow like ducking behind things, trying to hide from you. Then immediately after that, we just kind of like, yeah, that's the thing. We're moving on. Uh, Yeah, we're moving on from that. But to be fair, uh, this whole, like all the NPCs go outside for a bit and say, watch the sky when hailed. That's pretty goddamn cool. Yeah. That is kind of cool. I like that detail. Now I'm, do is there is that like an actual voice thing where they say watch the sky or is that something I'm not too familiar with Morrowind if that was like taken uh, or I think so. It's granted it's been a really long time. A really long time since I uh since I played Morrowind, so Alright. So after a while, a player on a player on the board discovered that a new NPC named Tiaris, a male Dunmer in the Temple of Ghostgate. Two things are noticeable about this NPC. First is his robe, 
a unique article of clothing clothing that was lovingly rendered with twinkling stars all across it, looking like a torn-off chunk of the night sky. The second is all of his dialogue, in addition to showing up in the dialogue box, is voiced. You can skip it if you wish, but it all sounds like it's in the default male Dunmer voice. Some people say that they thought the voice was slightly different, but it was a very, very good imitation. Mm-hmm. All right. I won't go into the details, but the quest line he sends you on has to do with the dungeon referred to simply as the Citadel. Up until this point, the quests were all very fairly generic, discovered the secrets of Agent's Bent. The entrance to this dungeon is on a small island far to the west of Morrowind proper. I eventually discovered that if you used a scroll of a carrion flight to the westernmost point of the mad man, uh, main landmass and jump directly west, you'll end up almost exactly at the island. <laughs> I'm sorry. My brain heard you almost say the lame man-ass. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have to turn on the illiterate signal. It's okay. <laughs> I did it perfect. Yes, you did. <laughs> Even though... Pat, you, pat on my back. You get a gold <laughs> star. Even though the dungeon is called the Citadel, it goes straight down. It dwarfs any other dungeon, both in size and difficulty. From a natural cave area, you'll proceed down into an ancestral tomb-looking area, then a Daedric ruin area, and then a Dwemer ruin area. I made it down to the Dwemer ruins before I quit. The creatures here were stronger than, than strong enough that a level 20 character would have to take care, and since you can't use the console in JVK, level 20 took a while to get to. Since quick save and quick load are your, uh, are your only options, it's all too easy to get yourself into an impossible situation, too. I did. I just didn't have the energy to start over. Now, what I'm telling you is based on what those few who went further reported. Past the Dwemer Ruins, you find yourself in a level like the Dwemer Ruins, but darker. <laughs> rather than the usual bronze. All the surfaces, including those of the creatures are black weird <laughs> black is the spookiest color wouldn't it, wouldn't it, wouldn't it just be C? like i think there could have been a good editing of rather than having two cents explain this it could have been done in like one phrase it really could have yep the sounds of machinery are loud here and grow louder still randomly there's also steam or fog everywhere limiting your vision to about 10 in-game feet or so. If you can make it through all this, you will reach a hall that those who found it called the Portrait Room. The entrance has the number 3 written on it in blood. <laughs> all right. Like the fire and torches or other effects from early 3D games, this room has picture frames that are always face directly at you, no matter how you look at them. The images in the frames were always randomly chosen images from your My Pictures folder. On the board, the ones who got there had some fun posting screenshots of the portrait room with various pictures in the frames. Usually porn, of course. Hmm. Hmm. Now, that, 
I'll actually give that part credit because that has some good description of what an early 3D game is and kind of what it could do. Yeah. I think that that holds true to like what we know about stuff like this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wonder what they're going to do with this concept. Uh, but the idea of, of this game kind of spying on you and showing you your own life is is bizarre and creepy. Yeah, it's 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 pulling me back in a little bit. Yeah, I'm starting to I'm starting to feel the intrigue because because uh, it started out kind of the whole game crashing thing and the oh this is a hard thing to hack and then the assassin it's like okay that's weird but now it's kind of got the the more it's 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 getting a little more like subtle again. Yeah. So. When we were reading um, Happy Happy, we were just like, okay, when is the story going to start, start resolving some of this shit? This story, uh, even though it is pulling us back in, has a lot of shit going on already. It, it yeah. better start resolving some of it. That's what I'm hoping for. Yep. Um, at the end of the hall was a locked door. After admitting defeat and returning to Tierras. Everyone just found him saying, watch the sky in his gravelly voice. What's more, nobody else in the game would say anything, all caps. There was just a complete blank uh, dialogue box with no options at all. They wouldn't even rattle off the usual canned audible greetings. The only exception was at the right at night, whenever they'd go outside for a few minutes, They'd still repeat it. Watch the sky. At this point, one of the players, a friend of mine who, uh, a friend of mine from the board, noticed, and a few others who got this far agreed, that the night sky was no longer the usual night of Tamriel. It had changed to a depiction of a real night sky, and it moved. Ooh. From this point on, everything is based on what this one person reported. But didn't a lot of people report it? Eventually, he got himself kicked from the board, but I kept it in contact with him for as long as he responded. According to him, based on the constellations and planets, the sky started around February 2005. If you died, loaded, and went back or went back into the citadel, it would start over. When the usual dark day sky graphics took over, the movement would be suspended until the stars appeared again. In the space of a single night, everything would move about two months' worth. Since the timescale of JVK was more or less that of the standard game, this meant that a little, a bit less than an hour was equal to a 24-hour period. Okay. Let me see if I can wrap my head around this for a second. I mean, are, are you following this logic okay here? Yes. Kind of. I understand it, but I'm wanting to know what they're doing with it. Yeah. Exactly. That that's what I'm at. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure um so okay, so it's it's like understanding where certain things are in alignment. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, so matching it up with what I would search for, February two thousand five. Okay. Sorry. So I think when they say the one person reporting, uh they're talking about the one specific person. Right. Okay. So anyway. All right. He became convinced that the door would open based on some kind of celestial event. Of course, waiting for that meant leaving the game running. 
Of course, that meant that the game couldn't be left unattended, thanks to our old friend the Assassin. My friend decided he'd hang out for a whole day, just to see if anything happened. That would be about a year's worth of movement. Here's the post he made at the end of this experiment. Okay, so we said start resolving some shit, and now we know why there needs to be an assassin. I like the payoff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it's, like, it's I said, they, st- they still rushed the introduction of the assassin. They did. Yeah. They could have just been like, so we don't know what the fuck the assassin is or where it's coming from. But there was an assassin, and it was assassinating. Yeah, the, ass- the assassin has a motive, so it doesn't feel like it's just tacked on to be like, oh, it's black and creepy. It's like, oh, okay, so this is actually a gameplay element to this, which it's kind of my, that's kind of my wheelhouse. I get it. I mm. appreciate it. So All right. Make so. sure you don't just leave the game running. You can't just leave. Yeah. yeah. All right. I loaded in Sayanine. Sayanine. Where it all starts. It wasn't too bad. I just had to check in now and then to move around and make sure... Move around and heal to make sure I wasn't dying. But check it out. 24 hours exactly in, and the assassin learned a new trick. He screams. I was reading, and all of a sudden, this crazy loud shriek just about makes me crap myself. It's like something out of a horror movie. I look up, and there he is, just crouched down right in front of me. Of course, the second I moved my character, he ran off. When I went back down to the portrait room, the door was still locked. Damn it, damn it, damn it. <laughs> Turning into the engineer. <laughs> A bit later, he came, to the, uh, he came to the decision that he needed to wait three days, three years. He PM'd me, advising me to try DOSBox. Showed up in 2008 was his reasoning anyway. Did I read that correctly? The PM advising... Yeah. That, yeah. Okay. PM advising us to try DOSBox showed up in February 2008, was his reasoning anyway. That, okay. that is that is some Riddler logic, but I guess it works. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess it works. Should I read the this next bit? Bit, 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 bit? Can I read this next bitch? <laughs> After the first shriek, the assassin stopped hitting you out of nowhere. He'll shriek. Now he'll shriek. And if you don't move for a few seconds after he hits you, if and if you don't move for a few seconds after he hits you, I think whoever made the mod was trying to help. At night, after my headphone, I've got my headphones on, and I was just kind of dozing off. When he wakes me up with a shriek, I jiggle the mouse, and I'm good. <laughs> that was posted two days in from his laptop It uh, once it was over. Oh, man. Um, I think I'm reading these things correctly, but I'm they are not registering in my brain because I'm tired. Okay. I actually really like how insidious that is, that you it's getting more and more insistent that you have to sit there if you want to it's all completely on your own volition that you have to play it if you want to learn this puzzle but then you got this annoying assassin who just goes like ah! i just pictured like <laughs> screaming at you like a monkey because <laughs> they describe him walking around really weird little spidery so i just picture him like scampering around it's a boomafoo <laughs> <laughs> While walking through Morrowind one day. 
Grace and Martin I, found I really something just gay. Imagine, <laughs> I just really want to imagine not a shriek. Just, hey! <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, yo, wake up. <laughs> Kobe. 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 Should I? Uh, uh, I mean... I'm imagining. <laughs> no, I'm just imagining uh, Shaq. Why is it always Shaq? Why does it always go back to Shaq? Uh, forensic, <laughs> get out of my game. Um, okay. His hair, Shaq. <laughs> His foot stance, Shaq. The way he misses three pointers, Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> so, alright. Um, Me, assassin as fuck. <laughs> I think this is. Uh, I think this. Is, or I think we're we'll back around to me. Yep. Okay. Yep. So I get to read this next part. This will be fun. Fuck. 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 So fucking done. So I wait the three days, right? And after three, and right after the fucking assassin made me jiggle the mouse, he shrieks again. So I look, and everyone in town is outside. They're all saying, "Watch the sky." I don't see anything though. But then the game starts getting dark. Like, really dark. I turn up the brightness all the way on my monitor and can still barely see. I can see other people in the game, little figures running around in the distance, just running back and forth. If I try to get close, they run off. Now, I was trying to sleep, so the lights are off, and this is kind of creepy. Hmm. Alright. I do have the question of how are we getting the story now? Are we getting it via updates? I think he's PMing us. I'm not sure. Yeah, these are P- this is PMs from the guy actually doing it. Okay. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Now. Yeah. Our, our 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 protagonist is not the one actually doing these things. Okay. Yeah. So, Alan, give us the second half of this PM. Oh, I'll give you the second half of this PM. And then I'll give it back to you, and we'll poop back and forth forever. <laughs> Come on, Alan. You can do it. Just just raw dog it. <laughs> yeah. You 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 jump. You, Man. <laughs> I don't want to get up to turn on my light because I don't want to miss a thing. Because even when I dream of you, <laughs> the sweetest dream will never do. Because I miss you, baby. And I don't want to miss a thing. Skype lag is going to make that amazing, by the way. <laughs> I don't want to get to turn on my light because I don't want to miss anything. But nothing fucking happens. Eventually, I go back to the Citadel. It's still dark, and I gotta swim. And the whole time, I can see all these guys swimming all around me, just barely there. I make it to the Citadel, and it's normal light inside, and I get worried. Sure enough, the portrait door is still fucking closed. I go outside, and it's all starting over. So that's it. I'm fucking going to bed, and I'm fucking done. The end. Ah, all right. Now, th- there is a natural curiosity to these things, but I am beginning to wonder, what the fuck is the fascination with this? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Too. Yeah, it just, it seems kind of, it's like, it's like you, trying to, it's kind of teetering this line between doing well enough to where it's able to pull in ideas and use them in refreshing ways, but also not 
taking those refreshing feelings and doing much with it. Well, so, it hasn't, is, it is hasn't our, quite lost me again yet. No, but here, here's the question is, if you were in this situation, would you care enough to, to go through this bullshit? No. No. This, no. This, yeah, exactly. Um, see, here you, you look at something like normal porn for normal people. That has enough bizarre images and questions about its existence to where you would keep going through that and being like, what does this mean? What is going on here? What What is normal porn? Why is some of this, like, not pornograph what is going on here is this a program for eugenics what the fuck is the deal this doesn't give us something to make us curious mm-hmm. now now we've gotten far enough in to be like okay there's probably going to be something here uh and the fact that people are telling about it telling us about this tells us that there's going to be something here uh, hopefully, hopefully ideally yes but you, you there wouldn't be enough to begin with for people to be like curious about it yeah, right. Think. Yeah. Especially especially considering like the logistics you're playing this for 72 hours just to get to this point. And as much as I love video games, there's very few games I'll sit around for 72 hours for a payoff. And this is coming from a guy who has over a year invested in Final Fantasy 11. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, let's see where this road takes us. All right. After that, two things happen. First, another of the people who got to the portrait room claimed that the assassin was showing up in their in his regular Morrowind game. Quick explanation: If you had reinstalled Morrowind to a different folder, you could have you could have a normal Morrowind install along with JVK. He himself chalked it up to an overactive imagination at first, but he reported a couple of really big scares with the black figure crawling right at him or seeing it waiting for him just around the corner before scuttling off. Another of those who have reached the portrait room started a regular Morrowind game, but never saw him for sure. It was just a couple of maybes late at night and always at a distance. Hmm... Okay, so at this point, I would I would say, uh, if this is something where I feel like I'm a stickler on, and maybe other people don't feel this way, tell me these people's names. Tell me their screen names. I want to know their screen names. Yeah. It's stupid. You can just make up some bullshit screen name, but I need to know who these people are. You know? I mean, right? you know, I, 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 I totally found out her screen name. That skinny blonde girl. And the circles and the ages and the ages. Sorry. I have no idea what David's doing. Oh, what? <laughs> but, okay, so, like, but for real, if, if they just told us, like, uh, user uh, poop 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 dicks uh, reported <laughs> reported seeing this thing, uh, you can, like, that 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 is enough to solidify this. I want to know these it, characters' names who are investigating. And then meanwhile, meanwhile, someone fell down. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely comes across as like this needs to be fact checked because they're just saying like, oh, some people or this person. It doesn't really add any personality to it. User <laughs> Raw Dog eighty seven. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Uh, okay. So uh, not not uh, not bad though. I kind of like this idea of like he the assassin is invading the other game, and I also like that the assassin is called the assassin because why would you give the assassin a more creative name than that? Yeah, it's true. Anyway. Shaq. I, I know. I, I have to. I have to come up with the name uh, for the assassin. I'm going to call him Forensic F Forensic. Yeah. There we go. I mean, I know. I know, I know that's his nickname because I found a piece of paper. I found the only dialogue <laughs> box. The only the only book I could pick up in in JVK was a book that said Forensic F Forensic. I am forensic. <laughs> Penned by definitely not Nate. <laughs> The second is that my friend started getting really abusive and short-tempered on the board, though he stopped talking about JVK entirely. It got so bad that he was soon kicked off. I didn't hear anything from him for a couple of weeks after that, so I sent him an email. This was part of his reply. I know I shouldn't, but with classes out, I've got some time, so I started JVK up again. It's almost 2011... And I think I've got the sleep madness, but stuff is happening. It's still dark. Once it gets dark, it never gets any lighter. It stays like that. The people moved in a few months ago. Or the people moved a few months ago. Everyone in Satanine just went to that little bandit cave and moved in. They killed the bandits inside, and now they're just standing around inside. They don't say anything anymore. They don't do anything when you click on them. I quicksaved and killed one, and he just stood there until they died without fighting back. Okay. You want to know why there's not much stakes here? Because it's happening to someone else? Yep. Yep. Good. Then we're on the same page. And it's like that everywhere. You have to walk, since the quick travel people are all in caves now, too. But all the cities and towns are just deserted. All the people are in caves and tombs. Everyone in Vivek is down in the sewers. I'm going to Ghostgate next. I want to see if TRS is still there. I'll tell you what he says when I get there. This sounds very apocalyptic, though. It does. I mean, it would be, if you were actually playing the game, it would be pretty weird to see this happening. Yeah. Why? Yeah, this story is just doing enough to kind of reel you in, but I'm still kind of worried that the payoff isn't going to be as great. Yeah, I feel like that's still probably going to happen, but I guess we'll see. All right, I'll I'll read the next two since this one's short. Okie doke. I replied and said I wanted to see what he said too and waited a day. When I didn't get a reply, I mailed him again, and a couple of hours later he sent back. Sorry, I totally forgot. So it's 2014 now, and since it's always night, the stars are always moving. The whole screen is dark, but you can still see the brightest stars moving around. Terrace was gone. Everyone in Ghostgate was gone. I don't know where they went. They're not in any of the nearby caves, but there's new stuff. People still don't say anything, but their eyes are bleeding. It's so dark that even with the lights, but yeah. Yeah, I I think think this... Story was holding it as much as it could and That's still it. didn't want to get out of bed. I'm done! <laughs> uh, and that sounds shit in the bed. <laughs> Alright. 
going. Keep keep going. It's weird because I just turned around and there's there's poop in my bed and I don't know how I got there. <laughs> it's so JBK, dark. JBK, were with you the... in my bed? <laughs> it's so uh... uncap uncapitalized. <laughs> Yeah. It's so dark that even with the light spell, you have to get right up against them to see, but there they are. Little dark streaks coming down from their eyes. I think I gotta be getting close. I know this is stupid, but there's no way the payoff is going to be worth it. Took the words out of my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) But I just... (laughs) Why would you put that in your story? Why would you put that in your story? But I just want to be able to say I stuck it out. I stuck um, it in. I think that's you just how, did, how did you stick it in, David? <laughs> no, no, no wonder they were bleeding. Oh, oh, oh! oh. I, I just want to scroll down to the comments and the reviews, being like, at one point I said to myself, "There's no way the payoff is going to be worth it," but I just want to be able to say I stuck it out. <laughs> Oh, that—that's what people say when they listen to all of the shit that David doesn't edit out. <laughs> hey, people love uh, that stuff. Come on. Uh, as a longtime listener, for second, first, sometime guest, I will say that I enjoy him when he says he's going to edit it out, and it's obviously still there. Well, yeah. thank you. But, I believe I speak for the people. I'm a dwarf of the people. Trust me on this. I I will I will trust you, mysterious people dwarf. I am also going to say I'm not nearly drunk enough to read this story. <laughs> bloody bloody tears, man. <laughs> All right, maybe maybe that was like maybe he didn't completely shit the bed. Maybe it was just he didn't he trusted the wrong fart. We'll see where this goes. Uh, when I was in a parody, when I was I was in a parody group at Ren Faire, and we used to write parodies on the fly, and <laughs> the one that stuck with us was a parody of the song "Only the Good Die Young," but it was "Bet on a Fart and Lost." <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to see if the story can manage to reverse fart the poop back up its butt. Yeah, clench, clench, and pull everything back in. Clench, just clench oh, a little that, that, longer. That's, that's part of that's part of how you poop forever. It's got to come back in. <laughs> it didn't shit the bed. It's just prairie dogging. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh All right. my god, we need to get this done, please. Uh, oh god. god. I got that one during the day. Later that night, I got a follow-up email. Some of the planets aren't moving right. It's pissing me off. If this keeps up, I won't be able to keep track anymore. It's almost 2015 now, I think. Fuck. You know, I just noticed that there aren't any monsters anymore either. I'm completely alone outside. The main quest... People's bodies are still lying around, though. I went to check them. I don't need headphones anymore, so I just leave them off. When he shrieks, it's like he's screaming right into my ear. 
I think I even ha- kind of anticipated it. He's around a lot more, um, a lot more now, a lot closer. He's different from the other people who started showing up. Remember? They keep running around, just where I can barely see them. I have to admit, it's kind of creepy at night. Sometimes when I go to the bathroom, or whatever, I swear I can see something out of the corner of my eye. I'm keeping all the lights on now. So there's lots of people running around in the edge of the dark screen, and then the assassin is still shrieking, but he doesn't. He's not wearing his headphones, but he can still hear what. I guess Why? he's just assuming that it's it's so regular now. It's not. He knows worth when it. it's gonna happen. I guess I don't know. Um, I get these. I get these next two. They're short. I'll, I'll give. I'll give the author the like. I know when it's going to happen now because I can kind of understand that. I will not allow the author to say I'm seeing shit out of the corner of my eye. No. Um. A, I. The, I'm the not phrase, ready. I'm not I, ready. The, the phrase, I swear I can see something out of the corner of my eye, needs to stop. Forever. Stop it. Yep. It will, it, you can't, you can't. Don't. Put Slime Beast in here going, stop it! Stop it, you bad fat! Stop it! Stop I, I, I mean, it. you edit the show, you could do that. Totally do that. I will. You won't. <laughs> you I sent him a letter. You have little faith. <laughs> I sent him a letter, jokingly telling him to get some real sleep. Why did you send him a letter? Because uh, you have his address? Did, did he mean an email, or did he just, like, snail mail it? Did you I think he, it? I think he means sent him a letter. I, I mean, sent him an email. He tied it to the leg of his carrier pigeon and sent it to him. I sent him a letter, and when he uh, got it, he responded to me in email saying, you know, with all this shit going on in my life, you sending me a physical letter is the weirdest <laughs> fucking thing that's happened. <laughs> Dude, I almost had a heart attack when the mailman knocked on my door, because no one sends me mail anymore. I sent him a letter, jokingly oh. telling him to get some real sleep, and left it at that. And that was the entire contents of the letter you sent to my house. Go to sleep. Get some sleep. Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> All right. So two, two I, I, see, I, I see the end, guys. We're we're really close. Oh, we can do it. All right. Two mornings later, I found this in my email. It was the last thing I got from him. After this, he stopped responding completely. I just got up from a fucked up dream. I think the assassin shrieked at me, and when I opened my eyes, he was right there, crouching over me. His arms and legs were longer, more like a spider's. Uh, I tried tried to push him away, but when I I touched him, my hands just went inside, and I couldn't get them... mm, Couldn't get them loose again, like he was made of tar or something. I'm pretty pretty sure his, like, shit just manifests into, like, a shit elemental, and that's what... (laughs) All right. Enough bed shitting has has happened. It's it's begun. The floodgates are open, guys. Uh, there's not going to be any more pooping forever with this. It's all gone. It's it's too liquidy. <laughs> then I woke up. I thought, and he was gone. But when I looked at the monitor, I wasn't where I was. Well, I was in corpse. Corporatorium, 
Corpusarium in Yagram. For once, the sky was okay, and I could see him all bloated on those mechanical spider legs. I sat at the computer, and he started talking. Okay, so he's playing the game now. He just didn't wake up and end up in the game. He woke up, he got out of bed, he dragged a comb across his head. (laughs) That that wasn't really clarified, but I guess... That's fair. I sat down at the computer and he started talking to me. Not in a box, but really talking to me. In Tara's voice, he knew things about me. He told me things that I never told anyone. Some things I totally forgot about. He told me that almost nobody had made it this far, and the door would open up soon. I just had to hang on a little while longer. And he said, I know when it was time. said, I might be the first one to see what was inside. Oh, dear. Oh, my God. Oh, dear. Uh, And then I woke up for real. God, my computer. Then I woke Mm. up for real. I still wasn't where I was. I was swimming out to the Citadel Island, and I can hear this tapping. It's at my window. Freezing. It's over on the left. And so Freezing. I'm sending you this because I had left my laptop by the bed to the right. Just a little tap, 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 tap. He Like he's knocking uh, his finger against the glass. I might still be dreaming now. Uh, Guys, I know this is stupid, and there's no way the payoff is going to be worth it, but I just want to say I stuck it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. yep. We all David, did, wrap buddy. This, wrap this shit up. I want, I want you to read this sentence with the respect it deserves. Mm-hmm. All right, then. So I guess this is the end of the story. I know there's a few other stories floating around about this mod, but uh, this is the only one I know is true. And as far as it goes, I deleted my JVK copy of the game pretty much right away, right after I gave up. But I'd like to get the mod again, if anyone still has a copy of the file. I'd like to see some of this for myself. (sighs) Dun-dun-dun! You know what needs to happen? You know what he needs to do? He needs to call up a Russian friend with a fireproof house who's an expert at digging around in files like this. <laughs> uh, Turns out my neighbor made the mod. <laughs> all right. So, first of all, ending not even a small, minute sense of satisfaction. Not nope. None. Uh, I... Not a. Why? There. Why? <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> it's we... okay. Collect yourself. We start off. Doesn't seem like it's going to be good. Then we kind of get into it. Start getting a little into it. Just not. Just not enough to change your minds but enough to make us stick through it until the end then as soon as we hit that peak which isn't like a high peak it's more like kind of 
there's a 50%, it's just slightly below that, then it starts this just diarrhea slide. <laughs> slide to oh. the left. Slide to the right. It's like the poop came out, and then it's just like, well, it's already out. <laughs> Better keep going. <laughs> this, um, the moment, the moment <laughs> the blood came up, I mean, I was already kind of getting my doubts before that, but the moment the blood came up, I was going, there's no way. There's no way there's going to be a satisfying payoff anymore because it's relying on these fucking tropes that I'm so done with. How? Yeah. How and do you save the story? How do you rewrite the story to save it? Oh, that's rough. All right. Uh, major things, like structural things, not just like, we need to take out the blood eyes. Like, what structural things do you do? First thing major thing is you give some stakes to the main character. There you go. You remove the guy emailing him entirely. You make it about this guy. The detached thing isn't really working for this story. Not even a little. No. No, not at all. The the thing that, that does work is that... They're on a they're on a board about mods, and other people are messaging in saying, "Hey, I'm 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 playing a regular version of Morrowind, and I saw this guy showing up. Like, you could leave that in there as like an unconfirmed yeah. bit of like this might be real, this might be bullshit, but this is here. You this could is, have this is these are reports. But our character, other people, states. you could have other people on this board experiencing things, and they could even be experiencing different things." Um, that would be interesting, but and and some yeah. people could like do certain things and then stop showing up because they got killed by the assassin in real life. <gasps> uh, oh! We also need we also need to figure out what the fuck is up with the door because that is completely unresolved, and that doesn't mean we need to know the answer to the door, but it needs some sort of resolution. Right. Well, like you get the sense that this is almost kind of like an apocalyptic story. Like, just my mind immediately goes to, everyone's getting in caves, the world is doomed, no one knows behind what's, what's behind this portrait door. So, alright. That, to me, that's kind of like, oh, okay, time passing, immediately my mind's going to, well, the world's going to end, and we just gotta wait to find out if that's the case. However... No, no real resolution that makes you feel good about it. Yeah, I, I'd like to think that there's something inside the door that. So, like, th- there's a bunch of mechanics going on here that aren't really related. So, like, maybe you could just strip out the fucking door thing entirely, and and have like everyone be like, just the sky thing alone is uh, fucking weird enough. Yeah. Yeah. Why do it was doing it was doing subtlety really well and then it just completely whizzed it down its leg. Yeah. Um, like it's, that's that's kind of where it was recovering for me. It was recovering with the whole like sky moving thing and that's that's got a kind of a subtle unease to it. 
Um, but yeah, now that that had shit the bed. <laughs> yeah, as soon as the assassin became real, and like I was willing to forgive the eyes bleeding thing, because I'm not perfect. I understand that sometimes, yeah, you kind of you kind of overreach. And I was I was just holding on to this hope. It's like okay, no, maybe it was a slip, but maybe you can pull it back. But no, the author said it best himself. I know this is stupid, and there's no way it's going to pay off. The no way the payoff is going to be worth it. But I just want to be able to say I stuck it out. And yeah. that that line summarizes this entire story perfectly. It really does. I, I, also, I will, also I will again take credit for fucking calling that. Oh man. Also, oh, we man. need some explanation of why we are continuing to explore this mod. Like well, first and that, foremost, that why are we kind of, doing that? They huh? that I that I kind they didn't explain it so much, but hinted at the fact that this guy the opening the door thing became, was like addictive. Was it? At yeah. least to the at least to the uh, the friend who's not our protagonist who is trying to op- who was trying to see the game through to see this door yeah, open. But, but the, like, you know, like the mystery of what's behind the door hooks you, and I think that's why at the end, even knowing everything that happened to his friend. He's like, hey, if anyone has a copy of it, I'd like to see some of this for myself. Okay, yeah, all right. Against, all right. Against, against all logic, he wants to see it for himself again, because I think that's why he's had that guy in his dreams telling him the door would open up soon, and he's so close, and he was the special person who was going to open the door. Maybe this is a metaphor for video game addiction. But Could why, be. I, I think that's giving him too much credit. <laughs> um, but why Morrowind? Oh, I mean, Elder Scrolls games you can waste countless hours on anyway. But I mean, if there's not going to be any lusty Argonian uh, bard or uh, whatever, I mean, it's not worth it. I yeah, this I, I'm I'm more disappointed. Because I felt at some points that this story did have potential, and I think that if it was just all around crappy, I don't think I'd be yeah. disappointed. No, I feel you. Likewise, it's just right at right at the final stretch of the finish line. He had to fart, and he trusted it, and he shouldn't have trusted it, and now he's fart and lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that it's it's got some cool ideas going on. It does. Some, some actually like legitimately really cool ideas going on. Um, it, I I could see myself rewriting this and then not hating it. Uh, but it could even kind of be split into two separate stories. It could be the door story, and then it could be the uh, nighttime watch the sky story. You know, I even yeah. didn't, I even didn't. I was actually feeling good about this, and when they finally gave us some, a little bit of payoff down the line, it's like this is why the assassin is here. I'm like, oh, okay, that's yeah, kind of cool. I, I was excited. And the, about the assassin that. isn't a bad image either. No, it's not. I was actually uh, really excited about that because it's like, oh no, that 
that is an interest. If you were going to make a creepy game, that would be a cool mechanic that isn't really explained. It's just like, oh no, that's why this thing's here. It's not meant just to be disturbing and creepy. It serves an actual purpose. Kind of reminds me of um, Chainsaw Massacre with the giant yelling and something running up to you. Um, but I feel that this reminds story me. Would, would benefit from a unreliable narrator. Mm, yeah. I'll tell you what it reminded me of. It reminded me of the very, I think, one of the first episodes of the Venture Brothers um, <laughs> with the ghost that just kept screaming. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, that was my mental image. <laughs> so, um, I mean, is there much, is there really much more to say about this one? There's no, there's, there's no... I- resolution I, and not that there needs to be resolution but there's no there's no payoff okay right? I, I will say this going through the comment sections of the wikia a bunch of marks are showing up oh, and we boy. won't get oh, into yeah. reading all of the the mark oh, comments yeah. but there are people actually believing that this is real and trying to find the mod oh dear there's <sighs> a lot of 10 out of 10s too there's a lot of 10 out of 10s. That, that doesn't really surprise me. <laughs> 10 out of 10, 9.5 out of 10. There aren't any particularly, uh, anyone in particular that we can like hold up and point at and laugh because they're all kind of funny. <laughs> uh, so we'll just leave that at that. So and is, this, is this story uncredited? I didn't see an author. Yeah, it's uncredited as far as I can tell. Uh... I will say this. I will give the story credit in this way. It doesn't feel like it was pulling at the heartstrings for Marwin nostalgia. Very good point. Salient point. Dude observation. So it, it was kind of built around the concept of Marwin. So I'll give it that. So as I said, it's, I think they just put too much, if, I, if we're going to give this a freshness rating, I think they're following a recipe, and for better or for worse, but then once they got to the point where the pasta was boiled and they were starting to cook the sauce, they're just like, well, I like mine extra salty. So just <laughs> dump the whole thing of salt in there, and then just like, well, I screwed up the sauce, so here we'll just throw everything in. That's... yeah. That's not far off from what I was going to say when it comes to the freshness rating. If the marks are all rating it this way, my thought is it's like, it's... Dude, I, I want to like this story, you guys. I want to like this story. And but the I'm, marks will believe anything. Right. Yeah. But I mean, like... That's why they're marks. <laughs> and the thing is, even here, I want to like this story, but it's like, I, I, I put... It's like the freshness rating I give it is... Having spent a long time cooking some of this up, maybe like like you said, sober, maybe maybe fucking up on the ingredients, maybe not. Who knows? You're this is your first time. You're proud of you're proud of this concoction you've put together. It's like mom and dad finally trust you with the to use the stove and make dinner for the family, right? So you're you're feeling good about it and you pick it up and you go to move everything, you start you start getting everything set up and you trip and it spills all over the floor. That's how I rate this story. Yeah, drop is... your spaghetti everywhere. I rate the story 
uh, wash the sky out of why was there a portrait room? <laughs> and why was there porn on that? <laughs> oh, wait, that was just my version. <laughs> yeah, the portrait room was never resolved. Well, there's porn or- on yours, and then there's horse porn on Dead Palace, so... No. On mine, there are just pictures of women crushing watermelons with their legs. <laughs> Gifts of it. No, no, uh, no pharmacy. No, there's plenty of pharmacy too. But it's farm. It's pharmacy crushing watermelons with their legs be- be- between their thighs. No, that's Zarya. Zarya is the watermelon crusher. Okay, there you go. Alan. Uh. Okay. I'll give this a two out of five. Well said. All right. So we, we, we did our gaming pasta, which is, I think, initially what we had kind of done. But I'm glad that when we started this adventure together an episode ago with um, with uh, my dead girlfriend won't stop messaging me on Facebook, that we were in for such a pleasant surprise. <laughs> and we didn't, we didn't typecast... Going into oh, just because sober dwarfs here, we should do a gaming <laughs> pasta. Um, I'm glad we did that first because if we had started with this one, it would I would been not have been back on the show. <laughs> <laughs> just like we would, just like you will always be known for raw dog. Now, uh, I can't wait for like the Twitter comments to come. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, but I think. Uh, it was still an, it was still an enjoyable experience. I just think it's late. We're all tired at this point. We were all kind of feeling kind of let down by the end of uh, this this story, and there was no lusty Argonian maid nor sultry Argonian bard to close it out. Yeah. The mod authors lied to me. Um, and you know what? I will say the only saving grace I will say is I have read another. Elder Scrolls based creepypasta before and this is much better than that one I oh. and that's you can't, sad you're, you're gonna start opening Pandora's box yep you can't you can't drop facts like that on us <laughs> well one of these days I'll pull up that the Skyrim creepypasta one of these days uh. one of these days but for now, rest easy, heroes, because tomorrow is another day. Go to sleep and don't Double dream up. of the assassin, because that's bad. But before you do that, why don't we... Uh, uh, I have one more question for the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically for a dead palette. Mm. How does this compare to another Bethesda-based creepypasta, Number Station? <laughs> Um, hmm. I think they both fall in the same area. I think that they're both on the same level. They're both uh, containing cool ideas and then poor execution. That's kind of how I feel as well, because they're both, and they're both weirdly about, like, potential prophecies. Like, the mm-hmm. games are, the games and the mods are somehow supposed to be prophetic of something bigger. And you know that works with both of them because uh, Fallout is apocalyptic and Morrowind is a very religious game. That's true. Uh, it's a game about religious experiences and uh, rituals and that kind of thing. Uh, 
Rituals in video games are very interesting. But I do have video talking about Number Station. Uh, thing I've been doing called Dead Serious, and it is this minus jokes and me being boring and everyone else, and it's just me. <laughs> and it's mean? on my channel, and I have a playlist, and I'm sure that playlist is in the description box or something. Which makes uh, everything get done faster. Oh, does it? Because we have <laughs> we have been here for a long time, and I'm sure people are sick of us at this point. But the yeah, you want to play a video game? Just put that on the background, and then shoot bang people in Overwatch. Also, my Overwatch account is Dead Palette hashtag 1918 because they give you a weird number for some reason. <laughs> And uh, if you extra points to you if you play a Bethesda game uh, while listening to this in the background. Also, give me money on Patreon for stuff, and I'll <laughs> review your story on Dead Serious. <laughs> and uh, do we, uh, Al, Al, Alan? Anything you want to share that you didn't share last time? Um. Uh, I think the Smashing Pumpkins are an underrated band. Um, <laughs> I think doesn't, exactly. isn't, doesn't the owner of the Smashing Pumpkin isn't the lead singer of the Smashing Pumpkins? Doesn't he own Impact Wrestling? Uh, well, he lent them money to keep them afloat uh, for one more show un- under the uh, impression that they were going to sell the company to him, and. They stayed afloat for one more show, but now they like owe a bunch of money in taxes, and Billy Corgan is suing Dixie Carter and TNA. Cool. And, yeah, TNA is closer to death's door than it has ever been. Oh, boy. <laughs> cool. But no one cares about that, um, <laughs> except, except wrestling nerds like me and Brandon. Mm-hmm. Um, when are you guys going to do your wrestling podcast? Um, I don't know enough about wrestling. And there are billions and <laughs> billions of them. Billions, billions and, and billions. Billions and billions of wrestling podcasts. <laughs> and uh, and Sober Dwarf. Well, uh, if you are interested in reading a story I've done that's kind of apocalyptic, I would suggest trolling the Midnight Marinara forums where you might see it. That's going to be that plug. And and uh, if uh, you are interested in content I make, I have a channel also co- called Serberdorf where I do in-depth analysis on video games. Dead Palette's been a part of it and my See other people here soon. I don't know. Hi. I don't know. How, don't know how time works, but it might happen. So you 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 let me know, boss. I'm I'm down <laughs> to talk about video games. Okay, yeah. here's my here's my actual plug. Uh, go read Happy Happy on the Creepy Pasta Archives page. <laughs> the Shack edits are still there. They're still there. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it 
at bendunetwork.com. <laughs>